we'll, we'll, we'll power through. An enema? Oh, good. Well, no. Uh, all right. I don't need that up in my butt. Ha. Oh, Welcome <laughs> to Coming Off the Reels. My name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vincent. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And the grossness you just heard is what happens when you're part of the Crabbing Chronicles. Crabbing? Crabbing Chronicles? Oh. The uh, Cabin Chronicles. Uh, right. We've eaten nothing but junk food all day. <sighs> and uh, we just finished our fourth movie of the weekend. Uh, it was Roy King's selection. Roy, first of all, tell us about the strike match. <laughs> oh yeah, it was decent. It was a decent match. Oh, yeah, so it was a two-man match. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah. it's never quite as exciting. Not as thrilling as the last couple, but yeah. it was still a good showing. We both threw a bunch of X's. Yeah, so yeah. Of... The dice were harsh this round. Yeah, yeah for sure. No crazy twists and turns, but it was still a close one. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys both were down to like the last two dice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, a slaughterhouse, or right? Anything. Uh, so Ryan. You ended up losing this one, which means that... Oh, man. You guys are really missing out. <laughs> well, we won't be soon enough. This is, the time of, this is the time of night, though, that we should be watching 80s horror films. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. I think 100%. it all worked out, yeah. right? Mine was a nice daytime pick. Yeah. Early yeah. evening. Yeah. Really lighthearted. And a moose-bouche, if you will. Yeah. A little appetizer. A little... Uh... All right. Well, Roy, what did you pick with your so, win? I went with uh, Airheads. Um, I can't remember what year it came out off the top of my head. I feel like 95. It was 94. 94? Okay. Staying in the same year. 1994's mm, Airheads, starring Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, Adam Sandler, and a madcap group of people that you know. Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's about these um, wannabe rock stars, this rock band who are trying to break into the business, and they decide that they're going to break in to a radio station and get the DJ to play their demo on air. And when that goes south, they pull out some toy guns and take everyone hostage. Yeah. And then it turns into like a little hostage movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I, I, I really like when I was in high school, I loved this movie. I watched it a lot, like over and over and over again. It was just one of those that I constantly had on. I haven't watched it in a really long time. So I thought this would be a fun group watch with you all, which is why I picked it. You know, how to hold it up for I you? I thought it mostly held up really well. There's definitely some humor in it that doesn't uh, age well at all. Sure. Uh, which is unfortunate, but you know, it's most movies in the early. I was gonna say 90s. that's that's true of a lot of. It's 90s true, true and, of a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 part's unfortunate, but there is a lot of uh, charm to it that I still I still found, and I still had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah. What, what did you guys think? <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm gonna say it was just okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> that was purely a spiteful comment. Um, no, I mean it's. I thought it was funny. Like I, I didn't. Had you seen it before? Yeah, but it. I think it, to your point, like it had been a long time yeah. since the last time I've seen it, and I think you know for the most part it holds up. I think it's still funny. I think there are a lot of humorous parts to it. Um, I mean, I feel like Michael Richards was wholly in a different movie or like he was told yeah like he the direction that he was given was like not what was given to any of the other main cast yeah i feel like they were like b kramer yes exactly exactly yeah, so it was, like it's kind of weird to see him in yeah stanley spadowski one of the two <laughs> yeah yeah so um but yeah I, I i laughed i thought it was funny so i i thought it was good i'm not, I'm not gonna bash it or anything like that like i still think it was pretty Pretty holy good movie. I mean, if you didn't uh, like it, that's okay too. Oh, no, no, bash it. <laughs> no, I'm just but I do feel like it's kind of weird. Like it's the exact opposite above the rim, 
where I love like the first half. And then I felt like it kind of ran out of gas at some point. And they were like, what are we going to do to fill this other 40 minutes? Run around with guns in the hallways for some more. Oh, see, I, I like, like all that. I like the dynamic that, that they have with the uh, hostages. And well, I like how it turns into like a, I guess, a what Stockholm syndrome yeah, a little bit, I where that's they kind of that's turn, almost turn from, them over almost from the get go. Right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. the negotiator, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like the negotiator. But yeah, I do. I do feel like it. It turn. It ran out. I think there weren't as many well written jokes in the second half. Yeah, I, can oh, see that. I get. I, I can get see that. that. Yeah, it, yeah. Where it's just like, okay, we've gotten this far. Now what do we do? Yeah, now we're kind of left with like we kind of painted ourselves into a corner now. Like, yeah. how do we, how do we, how we bring this this bird home? But I, I actually was very charmed by the first half and thought that there was a lot of funny bits. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I enjoyed it overall. Drew, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I've seen this one a number of times, and and Ryan made a point before the movies, like, oh, I remember this being on Comedy Central a lot. Yeah, and it is. Like, I feel like when I was in college, like. When Comedy Central was kind of new to me, this was like every afternoon or two in the morning. It's like, oh, Airheads. It's one that we actually got rights to. And uh, it's still mostly all held up for me. Uh, I agree with Ryan entirely. Like the first part, bam, like Mm -hmm. they get going and they jump right into it. And it's all really funny. And everyone's got, everyone has their own good jokes. But then it's like every, the second half, it's a lot of the same jokes over again and just, and wait, want, waiting want, for the radio executive to show up. And yeah. Like, oh. yeah. We're, it's like this whole, it. whole thing where it's like, you know, oh, we have a demo. We're going to play the demo. It didn't work. So now I need to get the tape, and we have to watch this long thing about where the tape went. And they get the tape there, and then they immediately break the console, and they can't play the tape. Yeah, it's like one of those things. It's like they, they tout themselves like, hey, well, yeah, we're a rock band and everything. And it's like you never get to hear them until the very end. It's like, are they any good? That's, like, are, that's what I actually misremembered. I, Oh, no. I was going to say, I misremembered this because in my head, I was like, okay, they're going to go through all of this. All these people are going to be out there. They're going to get up there and play, and then they just suck. They're just like, yeah, they've Oh, that's how you remember it? That's how I remember it. Oh, okay. They've only been like, they've only practiced for like, for maybe like two weeks or something like that, and you're like, oh, these guys don't even really know how to play instruments. I wouldn't have liked that ending (laughs) at all. No, no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like. you get to the point, it's like, oh, these guys are just absolutely That is not terrible. an yeah. underdog so, story. That no, really definitely is. not. Right. And this is an underdog story to an extent. So maybe that is why I like it so much. It, oh, yeah. Oh, I do yeah. Re- I do really like, just to jump to the end, I love how this movie ends, though. Like, yeah. I know we get the, the stall with the tape, and they're like, what do we do? How do we play it? But I love the easy fix of Jimmy Wing being like, they've made some more demands, and then they just fly in this elaborate set to make a music video it's all just like okay yeah we can do that sure i don't care i love it and then i love his stance against not lip syncing to the video and he's just like i am not doing this and he stands by his convictions i love all of that to the actually hearing the song for the first time to them playing in prison i love how it ends personally i I thought there were uh, some weird things like there were a couple times watching this where i was thrown back to above the rim and it was just like dumb little nothing things where like they refer to the one of the cops as Barney Fife. And they did that in Above the Rim, too. And I was like, it's just a weird, you know, back to back. It's kind movies. of a weird connection. Yeah. In the 90s, it's like every cop is Barney Fife. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then of all the movies we've watched so far, this is the third out of four where there's a scene in a club. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
Man, in the 90s, everyone was in clubs. Yeah, you got to go to the club. You gots to go to the club. Right. In mm-hmm. the 90s and in 2022, Haddonfield. Oh, what? In right. the club. And then there was that fantastic slam dunk montage. <laughs> in, in Halloween? <laughs> no, in Airheads, remember? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, um, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to talk about this movie. It's, there's really not a lot of substance to it. I mean, right. I... Yeah. Um, I like the character, like the three characters. I like a lot. I thought Brendan Fraser is really great in this. He's very charismatic, mm-hmm. and I think Adam Sandler is very funny in this he as well. Is he is. Very like, funny. Yeah. that was it. Was one where you know, kind of your pre Billy Madison, pre you know, uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, you like you see, you're like, oh, this guy. Like when he's on screen, you're paying attention to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean brought up something earlier, and I agree. Like Michael Richards, like that whole thing needed to be cut completely like i don't feel like it added anything to this movie yeah, it was just except for time weird. yeah well it was a way to get him a real gun i but, guess I mean, there's but yeah it added some time you know and, and really need it i was trying to think uh after they shoot the fire extinguisher up at him is he ever a part of it again is no. he up no. on, so i think he's out just in the he's just, he could still be there so, <laughs> that's as a, so like we don't to this day we don't get anything about him and then they just like leave him in the vents it's just like a storyline that was unnecessary, and then they never even tie it up. And again, yeah. I know you also it's don't really need the SWAT team guy no, either. Like no. all of that well, is like, just kind of secondary. Go, going into his whole story, where he was complaining that his wife, like, got real mad at him for like the tiniest skid marks in his undies, and I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, I think that was supposed to be a joke. Well, yeah, but, but, well, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, it's not funny, so you don't need it. I was going to say, like, the funny thing about that to me only was that, you know, in that, like, trope of, like, all these action movies from the 80s and 90s where the SWAT team comes in, I thought it was funny. This guy comes in, and he's, like, seemingly this hard ass, and then he does nothing but, like, sit there and, like, cry about, like, his wife cheating on him with the pool boy. And I did think, like, the idea of that was funny, that he really doesn't do anything. Yeah, that is kind of great. Right. But he does out uh, Chaz as being a nerd in high school. Oh. Um, I really love that scene, though, where he admits to it, and then the crowd rallies behind him, and they were like, yeah, you know what? We were all kind of nerds in high school, so it's fine. It doesn't yeah. matter. I like that moment. Uh, I, I love uh, the guy who plays the DJ. Joe oh, Mantegna. Joe Mantegna, yeah. yeah. He's, he's great in this. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. Anytime he was on there, I, I think it was the highlight. Mm-hmm. And just like even like right out of the gate when they like break into the radio station, just him like knocking the radio and just that shot of just like it just spin. He's like knocking the mic, the yeah. mic towards him. Yeah. 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 Like so you can get the straight. You are. And then like plays it out for everybody. And I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Pretty clever move. Uh, Joe. Well, Joe, yeah, I'm trying to think of Ian the Shark. That's the DJ. Oh, that's I was right. trying to think of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's like, listen up, guppies. Ian the Shark's got uh, a well, brand new band for you. Well, and even he and Michael McKeon's character, like the, I guess the head of the radio station, like they're butting heads pretty much the entirety. Yeah, and then, like two opposites. Yeah, and then the, it kind of felt like a little bit like Empire Records in the regard where it's almost like save the station kind of thing. And then that kind of rallies all of the people to come down and yeah, like yeah. save them. So I was like, I, I get a touch of that in this one as well. Um, but it's just like, yeah, you've got where rock was being quote unquote threatened. And so it's like, you know, like they're trying easy to keep it listening. Like, yeah. yeah. John, 
Oh, it's Kenny G. Sorry. Kenny He's got G. a whole crate of Kenny G CDs back there. What's going on? I like how that's like immediately like what sets Ian the shark off or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. Kenny G. Yeah. What are these shorts? You yeah. Don't you don't listen even to listen to music. To music. <laughs> I think one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when right before they play the like demo demo as he's loading it. And he's like, so who are you guys? And Adam Sandler's oh. just like, my name's Pip. Yes. Well, that, <laughs> and then they tell him the band name, and it's the Lone Rangers, and he doesn't, he's like, how can you pluralize the Lone Ranger? There's three of you. Shouldn't you be the three Rangers? And they just, they're like, no, they're like no yeah. idea what you're saying to yeah. me right now. I think that whole scene is hilarious. Yes. And when he introduces them, the, like, the pause that Ian takes before saying the Lone Rangers, he's just like, oh, God. Like, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, I lost my train of thought. No. no. Oh, I know. This movie uh, feels like almost uh, a movie they made to capitalize on the success of Wayne's World. I could see that. Yeah. Because it also follows a lot of the same beats of like, oh, here's these two guys who are like outcastish, really shouldn't be successful. And then, you know, they sign on and then kind of get like, the way they like commercialize them and try and yeah do all that and it you know it was only a couple of years after that and still largely the SNL cast and just feel like hey if it ain't broke yeah I can see that I never really there's thought a, about that parallel before but and there's a, a little bit of like Bill and Ted in there a little not I mean like I can see some similarities with, like so? the Wild Stallions like they were trying to get their band up and running and everything I mean obviously they didn't go travel through time and try to bring <laughs> historical figures to you know, further the career, but like, I definitely see like a fledgling couple of, you know, knuckleheads trying to go and get their, their band mm-hmm. up and running. So really reminds me of uncle Packerhead. <laughs> Let me tell you about uncle Packerhead on my list. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. A movie you've had never even seen. Nope. Oh, wow. man. oh boy. Here we go. Just solely based on that Let's... fine name. Yep. Let the dice do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had a professor in college. She was like my film professor, and she used to have a theory about Bruce Willis movies. And she was like, "Oh, the more hair he has, the worse the movie's gonna be." And she was like, "You know," and this was obviously like this was late '90s, so you know now he's always bald. But like, I was like, "Oh, that's a pretty good theory," and I actually largely subscribed to that well, with yeah. Brendan Fraser. And just listen uh, out. Okay, I like the movie. I didn't. Love Brendan Fraser. Of the three Lone Rangers, he was my least favorite. He's very really he's very stiff. He, he was it, yeah. yeah. He you was think like, so, huh? Bushimi's just got so much. Like he just has something. And Adam Sandler, you know, he's, he's Adam funny. Sandler. Yeah. And I'm not saying I dislike Brendan Fraser. Not at all. I like a lot of his stuff. But I feel like when I think about, it, I was like, oh, maybe it's the same theory with him. Airheads. Eh. I mean, George of the Jungle. Eh. Encino Man. No thanks. Yeah, he, I mean he's the straight in this one. You like it's a Three Stooges kind of thing where he's the the you know the grounded one of the two, or kind of like the he's awful. Like he treats his girlfriend so terribly through the whole thing, and I like I was like oh like because she's like I'm working all the time. I come oh, home. Yeah. Have yeah. you paid rent? No, I'm just sitting here shirtless. And like I couldn't find a stamp. And then he has like the he's like. Why are you always coming down on me so hard? And it's like, hey man, get your ass up and do some yeah, shit. Get a get a job, pal. And, and like the way it's presented in this is like, oh, like she's the worst. 
because she asks him to do anything. I'll tell you what. I loved her. Kayla, oh, yeah. Kayla I loved her in this movie. She's so volatile. I find it so interesting. She's you never sassy. know what she's going to do. She's just so sassy. She headbutts him. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she did headbutt She doesn't him, take yeah. any shit. I thought she's great. I think she slapped Very him too a couple of times. Yeah. 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 Some open Very, slaps. Very volatile. Yeah. Uh, I, I was looking up Michael McKeon to see. And, you know, it, it, it's a bad thing. Like, you watch a movie like this, and he's playing, like, no, oh, he's the corporate sellout. He doesn't get rock and roll, old man. And he's like two years older than Ryan in this movie. What and the hell? Wow. Like, oh, in all fairness, I'd probably be pretty cranky, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's not my kind of music, so I'd be like, you know what? I think I'd rather listen to Kenny G. I don't think you would. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, a, I don't like metal. So have a pour of scotch and maybe just some, you know, some smooth sax on yeah. there. You know? I don't, I don't hate it. I find it relaxing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I did like when, like, oh, we need to let a hostage go, and he's like, hey, why should she go? Like, that's pretty sexist just yeah. to let her go because she's a woman. <laughs> I like yeah. all of that. Like he plays smarm so well. He, yeah, yeah, he's pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. smarmy yeah. for sure. He's a smarmy sob, and he's got that that little nice little. Oh. Early '90s uh, ponytail in the back that he's rocking. Oh yeah, a definite and, nub. Oh for yeah, sure. That yeah. definitely just segues right into Judd Nelson's soul patch. Oh, oh man, that, that thing, thing was terrible. It was rough. It was. It was. Tough it's not to, like like a point, a nice little pointy one. It is like it's bushy. A but it's it, real really. It was somehow bushy and pointy. <laughs> and I don't know how he did it. Bushy, but coming just right off the bottom of his lip. It's yeah. like it's, a, it was very three D. Yeah, because you catch him in profile, and it's really it's, sticking it's, out. It's out, out there. Yeah. It's definitely out it's there. Not, not pleasant. No. Yeah. I, I thought he's good in this movie, though. He played that character, I think, pretty well. well that's what we were talking about. Like all the people who are in like. Even like Chris Farley's yeah. up in there. Oh, yeah. Nice to see. Yeah. Nice not, to see him in it. over the top. No, no. no he, he plays it straighter, but he still has a little bit in there. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But he's not. Good. Great. He's grand. Not, he's not like Michael Richards playing. No. Kramer. Yeah. Right, right, right. Still, yeah. For no reason at all. Yeah. yeah. I liked Chris Farley and Ernie Hudson together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. Yes, yes, but yes. I like Ernie Hudson, who's just like the good cop. But at the beginning, he's like, look, we're cops. We break the rules. Do we need to break the rules to make things happen? Yeah, we bend them over a little bit. I was like, I mean, that doesn't—that's uh, not uh, great. The <laughs> the cringiest moment of this movie is when Brennan Fraser's up and inciting the crowd and starts yelling out Rodney King, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that does, I must have missed that. I forgot you, about that part. Were, you, you thought he said soggy yeah. jeans or something like soggy. that? <laughs> I was like, like, I hear him yelling soggy <laughs> jeans. <laughs> What is that about? <laughs> it's their second album. Oh, we definitely misheard that. <laughs> but yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, that's. I was like, ooh, yeah, that's, that's not that's not a good look. Not, not very a good, good look. at I don't, all. I don't. I didn't remember that part at all. Uh, no. And I I don't understand like why, like. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, understand. I, yeah, it's it was just a poor choice, and I think they were just using for topical yeah, references. Yeah. And it's like Ugh. early nineties, the police doing anything that was going to be the response. That yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, I also liked, and you know, maybe they didn't know at the time how it all shake out, but like they're talking about music at one point, like Brendan Fraser's like, Oh, you buy into that Seattle bullshit. I was like, Oh man, that Seattle bullshit is way better than yeah, your garbage way metal big, music. Yeah. yeah. I got bad news for you about what history remembers from the <laughs> uh, I also like uh, Joe Montaigne where it's like, 
yeah, he's so he seems like so like rocker the whole time. He's like, ah, oh, rock died with linen. And it was like, I mean, you could have picked some harder bands than John Lennon. Like, right. Yeah, he actually yeah. seemed like a really just kind of basic old guy. Yeah, he yeah. could have been like, you know, even like Zeppelin or something like that. But it's like, oh, the Beatles. I mean, I love the Beatles, but they don't really represent hard rock to me. No. 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 Yeah. Even at the end, like when he was dancing, he had on like the big blazer that oh. was rolled up and he was doing like the thumb dance. I'm like, this character doesn't really add up. No. No, yeah, you're right. He doesn't. Yeah. 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 Um, I did. Oh, I'll tell you who I absolutely loved is the black gentleman who worked at the radio station. Oh, uh, Reggie who, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. Just all the time, just being hilarious and just calling out all the nonsense. And whenever, uh, Bushimi has the gun and gets slammed in the door and breaks open, he's like, hell no. And just goes in there and just, just pops him and runs. Oh yep. man. I, Great. Steve Buscemi in this movie was probably my favorite. Like he was just so like aggressive and it just, over Sandler the top. Was, Sandler was my favorite. I think Sandler, Sandler was. I mean, I thought they were all great for what they did. I, but Buscemi was just a little creepy. He was creepy, but at the same time, like he was just—he <laughs> was just a man without a plan. Like you just point him in the direction, like go, and he's just like all over the place. Like he's the one. I like the whole Adam Sandler like trying to sound tough. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. yes. And like yes. it's just. Get over there, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stab your head off with what? My dick. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's it. That's that. You got it. You got it. There's you nothing got... you can do about it. There's gonna be a lot, a, of mad man. a lot of blood everywhere. Uh, and, and Ryan pointed it out when we were watching it, but like they do that thing where uh, Sandler's like, I don't, I don't want to do it, and he goes out and there's like one cop at this point, and like <laughs> he and the cop are like mirroring each other. And then taking a step back, and then Sandler does oh, like, yeah. the the goofy oh, weird yeah, down yeah. low walk, and I was like, oh, that's uh, like, classic Sandler. Yeah, his yep. like little goofy robot thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I was like, oh man, I was like, there he is. <laughs> good for you, Adam Sandler. He was also a pool cleaner, so it's probably the guy that the SWAT yeah. SWAT guy's right. wife was cheating yeah. on him with. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Oh, like man. it's so. I I mean, I like that he's just like like uh, I don't remember which person's like. Is this really working when like the attractive secretaries like flirt with him? Like that dumb, like, he's so dumb. He must be cute. And like, yeah, like you know, just like constantly pulling in tail because he's just lovable. It's quiet, cool. A quiet, cool. Just like so, yeah. Ryan. That's <laughs> airheads. <laughs> I, That's I mean, why I get all the ladies, guys. Just quiet and cool, and really salty and old, and cranky. Uh, I did. I did like that the. Pr- maybe that's not. Maybe that's nothing like Adam Sandler's character. <laughs> I did like the prison scene. I thought all of that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I maybe could have done without the part where, like Buscemi thrusting. He's like, "What are you doing?" And chose just like two inmates who were just like lusting after his thrusting. I don't think they, I don't were, think they lusting. were lusting. I think they I think were judging. Just, yeah. Oh, I did not. Th- I read it. I think because he was like humping his guitar, and then Pip was like, "Hey, their what are you ex- doing?" Their expressions were pretty blank. They were just yeah. like, I didn't they see. were. I don't think they were into what he was doing. I didn't see any lust in those eyes. No, they maybe were, it was my eyes. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I mean, they were. He was gyrating pretty good up there. So he, I he mean, was giving it the business. That's for was, sure. He was for sure. But yeah, I, I, I whole on the whole, like I. I like the right, movie, so like it was, yeah. it was it was enjoyable. Fun watch, yeah. Right? Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I looked to see what this guy is like. Mostly just a lot of television. 
Oh, he okay. He's done a ton of movies, but he did direct Heather's. Which oh, okay. Weird. Oh, okay. But like, also like some other like bad stuff. Like Heather's seemed to be like this random like, boom, caught it at the right moment. It was early on, and I think he did like it, it's complicated, which is like, uh, like a ro- romantic comedy type thing, and like he just hasn't really done much else. He like it was like caught lightning in a bottle with yeah, Heather's. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he also like he did like some Veronica Mars and directed all of that. While I didn't care for it, the the Netflix show with Kristen Bell that just came out. Oh, the girl, uh, who... the girl across the street yeah. in the window or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 he directed yeah. all yeah. of those. He, he did those. Oh, yeah. interesting. So he's still at it. Yeah. Hey. 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 That's hey. a win. Hey. Like, <laughs> uh, I think he, you know, he's trying to be relevant. I think probably any day now he'll probably. Bust into a studio with a gun and <laughs> <laughs> give me another feature. I did laugh. At the, <laughs> I did laugh at the part when Brendan Fraser was sadly eating that burrito and then he like shoots it <laughs> yes. with the Uzi and he's like, ah, I need a little hot sauce on there. Yeah, so then he throws fun. that whole burrito away. Yeah, he does. It's a whole. Well, I imagine the hot sauce had a plastic taste to it. Yeah, sure. At that point, uh, yeah. it didn't look like it was the freshest of burritos. But it also looked no, just really, like a table burrito, yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> watery. Because like when the gun breaks, like it just like pours out, like yeah, just vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Nah. 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 Also, uh, probably the most important thing that we find out in this movie is that it is in a shared universe <laughs> with Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Beavis and Butthead call in to the radio station at one point. But so I love that they never like address them by name. Like, and I'd probably oh, yeah. the like, naming rights are just like, if you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. One it's of those like, like didn't we? Little we saw you guys at the wheel well last month. I mean, you guys suck. They, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. they already had were working with MTV because Kurt Loader's on there. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Kurt Loader made an appearance. Like, he's well, like yeah. the Lone Rangers. Like I like that he called that. That was a funny callback yeah. for sure. I mean, there were. I mean, there were some musical acts in there because like Rob Zombie's in this as well with like White uh, Zombie. I don't know if that was actually Rob Zombie. Uh, uh, it yeah, was definitely a Rob Zombie impersonator. Well, I mean, they put White Zombie on the marquee, so I'm they like, did. I would think that I'm like. All I'm saying is that that hat was very big. He was wearing sunglasses and, he and never a really, really big beard. Up. He was like, and his head was all over the place. Yeah. So he was busy writing the script for his Halloween remake. Yeah, there you go. Which uh, yeah. sadly turned out to be better than the 1990s. David Gordon Green's. I never watched either one of those. Two thirds so. of them. Yes. I watched the. I think I watched them both, but I don't really remember. Two thirds of them, yes, I yeah. would agree with you in that regard. Uh, is anybody going to watch the Munsters now that we're on Rob no. Zombie? Oh, no, I no. am so curious. Uh, Are you? Why? I don't I like. Don't know. I don't like. I watched the House of Ten Thousand Corpses, and I was like, "This is enough Rob Zombie for me." Yeah, uh, I'm just. Yeah. I'm calling it a day on him. Wonder. Not that I, I don't have like any real nostalgia for the Munsters, so I have really nothing invested in it. But sure, I'll watch the new Adam Family show. The new Adam Sandler show? Good. Very relevant. (laughs) Adam's family. Oh, I misheard. Oh, yeah. Tim Burton's Wednesday. I do know that. uh, Yeah, I'd give that a try, too. The the uncle. Jeez, old Pete. Um, The uncle in The Monsters, I guess, is played by um, the guy who played Arst in Lost. I think he's the Uh, one that is playing the. Who? Arts. The with one the, that blows himself up. Yeah, the scientist like, guy. Oh, you who, got a little arts on yourself. Yeah, no, no, that guy. No, no. He's. I think he's the uncle that's the vampire or whatever. Oh, so, okay. I really like Lost, and I don't remember that guy. No. Well, he it wasn't was in it very season long. One, just a season Daniel one, yeah. Roebuck yeah. is his name, I think. 
isn't it? Oh, he'll always be artsed to me. <laughs> little little place in your artsed. Before. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, That's where go. we are, people. Yeah, this yeah. is where we are. I know, because you know what? I, I mean, I'll give credit when it's due, but that wasn't that funny. <laughs> you're funny. You've been funny today. <laughs> you've no. been funny today. I don't know if you're funny. I'm not funny on wax. But you've been funny doing. today. Yeah. Don't listen to him, Sniggles. <laughs> uh, just a bunch of inside jokes now. So I hope yep. you were here at the cabin. Otherwise, you won't know what that's referenced. Right. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, all right, any final thoughts on Airheads? Good pick, Roy. Yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah, oh yeah. Thank you. I yeah. like to be perfectly fine. <laughs> Good. Good. I that's will say, I, I reliable. I, had, I yes. You know that's right. Right. I do have to bring it up though. I, I guess I'm a little remiss if I don't mention it, but I really hate movies that have like postscripts at the end of them that kind of tell what yeah. the band is up to. I agree. So, oh, like it was a true story. <laughs> No, no it's, that, but it's kind of like when they like just like freeze shot. Yeah, I really <laughs> hate me. movies that do that. So maybe maybe I have to knock this one down just a little bit. Whatever, they just faded to black. They did not fade out <laughs> not on freeze a freeze frame. frame. <laughs> so I'm fine with it. Yeah, it uh, does feel like a movie that should have ended on a freeze frame. Right? Yeah, like Brenda Fraser like, like strumming away, all like, them posing together yeah. at the prison. Like yeah. Judd Nelson being like, wait a minute, you can't do that. Perfect ending. Yeah. There you go. Roy. <laughs> hey. Roy. Roy King. Where can they find us? <laughs> uh, check out our website, comingoffthereels.com. Uh, we've got an archive of over 300 episodes, so check that out. We've got loads and loads of content for you. We also have a merchandise tab there, so check that out as well. You know, the holidays are coming up. and Get yourself a little something for yourself or a loved one. Treat yourself. Get a little prize? A little hoodie, a little coffee mug, a little prize. A little prize? All right. Uh, and also check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash reels. We've got a ton of uh, really fun tiers to check out, and each one really supports the show. So... Uh, please check that out. We really appreciate all of our patrons, so thank you for the support. Uh, we really do appreciate you. And uh, let's see, where are we? Coming off the reels at gmail.com. You can email us there if you have anything to say that you want to be like a little private about. Um, <laughs> hey, I don't think that the arts joke that Sean made was very funny. <laughs> yeah, if you want to keep that, <laughs> if you want to keep that low key, that that's where you would do that. Thing. Or be like, I think that joke was hilarious. Signed, not Sean's mom. Oh, John right. signed Roy King. John McClain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks to Josh Rodenbrew for original theme. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. Those are wonderful ways to support us. I think that I think I got it all. Yeah, you uh, can really tell we're coming down from like the sugar high <laughs> of this uh, day. Yeah, we're just yeah. we've been eating just handfuls of oh, candy. Some of you have, man. Yeah. Oh, candy, man. Right, Ryan's just been drinking. Correct. So still a crash. I, I'm really excited for the next one, two, or three movies that we watch tonight. Yeah, that's say. true. We we are still early days into the Cabin Chronicles Volume Two, so stay tuned to find out what's next. Right. Ryan's pick. Do you want to oh, go? Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and tell us? Do you no, know? I don't. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, Real mystery. Close to the vest. He's gonna play a strike game against himself. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, maybe I should. I pick two in my head and then see which there, one. There you go. Oh. See which pile wins. All right. yeah, that's roll fun. all the dice and they're all X's. And he's like, I guess this means I have to leave. <laughs> or we watch X again. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, until next time, after we watch whatever Ryan chooses, my name is Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Vinson. I'm Sean McLean. And I'm Roy King. And this has been Coming Off the Reels. <laughs> <laughs>